Welcome to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Featuring your host, Keith Washoe from Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and Vijay Damojaprapu from Silicon Valley, California. From coast to coast, let the wisdom begin so you can become a winner. Here are your hosts. Welcome host, to the Keith Winning Combo and Marketing VJ. and Sales Success Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Washoe in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, alongside my co-host, Vijay Damachaprapu from Silicon Valley. Today, we are very excited to share with you a super seasoned and very colorful guest. It's Elliot Harris out of Florida, and what a renaissance man he is. He is one of the most exciting bios I have seen in years. Elliot started off with a successful 22-year career on Wall Street in finance, and then went on to found Ocelot 18, helping companies prepare for equity from seed state to monetization. And Elliot is also the founder of a company, a really cool innovative consumer product company called Absorbits, and it has award-winning bow-dry material, and it provides protection and moisture removal for all your electronics and valuables. And if that is not enough, Elliot also has a love for music with a great career in the entertainment industry. So maybe you'll hear some things around that. So we're super thrilled to have Elliot join our podcast today, a true creative leader and experienced pro in so many fields. And we're super pumped to have him share his wisdom with all of you. So Elliot, thanks for being on the show. Uh, I would like to you to say hi to the audience and quick fun fact. What is your, what was your first concert? Well, thanks very much for the introduction, Keith. I've never felt like the really cute girl at a party before, but man, you made me really great. Uh, my first concert ever was actually with my cousin. We went to see Pink Floyd do The Wall at Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, and that was actually the last time they performed together. I was wow. <laughs> Amazing. And I saw Pink Floyd in Canada. And I have to ask you for the listeners who also saw Pink Floyd. Elliot, what do you remember about that concert the most? What stood out to you? The fact that my cousin was driving a Monte Carlo SS and that made him even cooler. Plus <laughs> the fact that the music was able to take a large group of people and make them all feel something. Yeah, I've never Pink, experienced that before. Yeah, Pink Floyd has that power. And when you add the beautiful music and the lights and the lasers, and oh, it's just an awesome, oh, immersive experience. So thank you, Elliot. We're an honor to have you here at the show. And let's not forget really quick, our co-host in Silicon Valley. It's Vijay Damachaprapu. Vijay, how are you today? Doing wonderful, my friend, Akita. Uh, lovely to speak with you and lovely to speak with you, Elliot. Uh, really amazing background, uh, fascinated and looking forward to hearing your stories on entrepreneurship. You clearly got like an entrepreneurship DNA and thread. So I want to get a sneak peek into that and also want to hear your stories. And uh, let's see what wisdom you have to share with our listeners. Looking forward. And that's right. It's the big 28th winning combo podcast show with Elliot here. And we're going to focus on three power segments for all of you right now. First, Elliot's going to lead off with a top quote to help you gain wisdom very quickly to apply to your work. Secondly, Elliot will share a personal story, something that he's learned from in his life that he wants to pass on that wisdom to you. And lastly, Elliot will close with either a marketing or sales best practice, something that he's learned in his life that you could take away and apply to your personal professional life. Does that sound good for you, Elliot? I'm ready when you are. All right. Well, let's go straight into this. Let's begin. So, Elliot, how about you kick off with the power quote segment? We're all excited, the listeners and I, to and VJ here to know what's a quote that means something to you and why does that quote mean something to you? So go ahead, Elliot. Well, it's very simple. If you fail to prepare, you've just prepared to fail. 
The reason this is important to me is I do have an extensive background in several different industries, but the one thing I've always been a big advocate for is prior to a meeting, whether you're in a sales meeting, an investor meeting, or simply with a customer, do some homework. Understand that sales and the process of sales is much easier when your consumer or your client or your vendor knows who you are. And if you haven't taken the time with all the available options on social media to do a little research, you've missed the ball and you've lowered your chances and your probability of success dramatically. Thank you for starting off our show with this power quote, Elliot. Uh, No one's ever said this quote yet on our show, and it's so important. I hear this from all the successful people. They say that, look, if you don't prepare, you're preparing to fail. Preparation is the most important thing. And I hear investors and VCs all the time say, you don't realize how many times every day I get up and in my inbox, someone's pitching me something that's got nothing to do with my investor thesis. I invest in enterprise software and someone selling a dog shampoo is trying to get money from me. He's like, if they just took one minute to look at my website, they would recognize that. And so, yes, thank you, Elliot. It reminds me of that famous quote that if you had to chop down a tree, you would spend, instead of going out there and whacking at the tree for eight hours, take take 30 minutes to sharpen the saw and then you can chop down that tree in three hours. So thank you for sharing that. So Elliot, can you um, expound upon that quote and maybe give an example in your life where that quote has been helpful to you or you've seen it hurt somebody? Uh, Sure. Uh, Twofold. Number one, uh, I'll go from me being prepared and number two, someone trying to pitch me who was unprepared, um, which didn't end well. I, Uh, The worst thing I can call anyone is a CND, which means cannot deliver. So the reason I say that is I always promise less than I can provide and always try and excel above what my expectations were to begin with. My favorite story is back in the day when we started in the music business, I worked a lot with the Allman Brothers. And the Allman Brothers for the Beacon Theater were one of the first bands to stream. So we were doing our first streaming show, and I had set everything up for this guy. I had power power cords everywhere, computers available to him. You name it, we had it. The guy walked in, sat down, and said, what's the Wi-Fi password? So I told him. He said, well, I'm like, what else would you like? He's like, that's it. I said, well, let me know how long have you been doing this? Uh, how you know? Tell me more about your background. This is so exciting. How can we expand upon that? And that went from a very simple dialogue where I prepared by understanding who the guy was. Mind you, this was in the days before the social media existed. This is the early 90s. And that turned into a tremendous relationship, which now has actually been acquired by uh, Live Nation. It's called VIP Nation. So the reason I did the homework I did with him is it prepared me to go to my other clients and say, you guys need to check this out. This internet thing has got some legs, and I think this type of way of uh, approaching and connecting with your um, fan club is tremendous. And we've done that successfully with a number of very well-known household names. On the other side, earlier today I had someone call me up. Who well, First they hit me up on LinkedIn with a cold call, which was cool. But then when they called me up, they started talking to me about all the merchant financing that I needed for my restaurants and so forth and so on. And I said, all right, well, you obviously have no idea who you're talking to because I no longer own any restaurants. And that was the end of that conversation. There was no (laughs) ability for them to recover. (laughs) 
Wow. I appreciate it, Elliot. That's really quick of you to have an answer for both sides. Preparing and then what happens when you don't prepare. I love the CND, cannot deliver. I love that acronym. And uh, under promise and over deliver. I like, like that you shared that wisdom as well. All right, VJ, what say you? Any questions or thoughts for Elliot? Yeah, lots of thoughts running in my head as you're sharing those stories, Elliot. Uh, actually, one thought that came to my mind, interestingly enough, and again, I was in a sales-related meeting this morning, and the greatest tip that was shared was essentially, I mean, think, of it, think about it this way, right? Today, LinkedIn makes it so easy for you to actually quickly pull up someone's profile and get the latest story or the soundbite that you want to share. And it's amazing that a lot of the sales and even marketing people out there, they do not do that basic homework, which, which I, I, I don't know. I mean, this is uh, something, it, it's basic, right? We talk about common sense, but common sense, unfortunately, it's not so common. So thanks for sharing that quote and bringing those stories to light. Now, question for you. You mentioned about doing the background back in the 90s. This was way before the LinkedIn and Facebook and social media. So can you share, uh, like, how did you go about doing that research back in those days? Lots of cocktails and expensive dinners. <laughs> there you go. Not online. It's all real time well, in it, person. It, the way it works is very simple. Is, is you know, people you have to be able to connect with people. And one of the ways I've always been very successful with that is through my philanthropic endeavors. I'm a big believer that if people don't see other facets of who you are, they're not going to want to do business with you. You know, yeah, maybe you'll sell them something once, but they won't consistently come back to you for advice. So in, in simple terms, you find the right people and then you ask questions. People love to talk about themselves. It's their favorite, com uh, favorite uh, thing to talk about. If you compliment people, ask legitimate questions, and then more importantly, show that you have the ability to effectively deliver what it is you're talking about, it's amazing how quickly you can make friends. Once you've made friends with someone and they validate their technology, you know there's nothing better than when you walk into a room and everyone's happy to see you. You're there to sell them something or to provide a service to them, but the sale's already been made because there's a reason you're in the room. Wow. I mean, if you essentially boiled down the formula of uh, the key ingredients of sales, right? It's boiled down to two words, which is sincere and I should say three words, sincere and effectively delivered. If you can do those two things, I think that that's the key to building lasting relationships. It's, right. it's also another great quote one of my mentors told me is he said, don't make me a better mousetrap. Just go kill mice. <laughs> It's a better way of doing things than the, what the way it should be done. Just go do it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, indeed. I think we can go on and on. But uh, thanks for sharing this, Scott, and getting this uh, podcast off to a great start, Elliot. Excellent. Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, let's shift gears here and go into the power story. Number two part of the podcast. This is an opportunity for all you listeners out there to hear a story from Elliot and that's really taught him something that would then give you some wisdom to apply to your life. So Elliot, we're excited to hear what story you'd like to share with the audience today. Sure, so this goes back to my, uh, the largest sale I've ever made in my entire life, which took approximately 45 seconds. Uh, one of my very large clients is a multi-billionaire who owns financial services company amongst real estate, and he's based out of Chicago. We were the retirement plan provider for them 
and then subsequently we referred to the New York Yankees through them. And when we were talking, he was saying how one of his companies needed a best in class. Could I help them? I walked in. He said, my assistant Hillary will meet you. I didn't realize that Hillary was a man's name until that particular moment in time. Sat down with Hillary, who looked through everything. A client came in, looked me dead in the eye. He said, is this the right plan for us? I said, yes. He said, is there economics in this where you make a living, but you're not overcharging? I said, yes. And then he said the famous words. He said, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking through you. Make sure I don't ever see anything I don't like. He said, what do I sign? I said, you sign it right here. And that was a $72 million transaction. (laughs) Now, the team that I brought with me who were all sitting there, once the client and Hillary left the room, we all reconvened downstairs in the Starbucks and their attitude was, what just happened? (laughs) I said, what just happened is someone who trusts me asked me to put together a team, which I did. And then the key is once you have the sale, shut up, leave. (laughs) People, be brief, be bright, but be gone. Make sure you leave wanting more. And that was, that's still a legendary, that's still a legendary story on Wall Street because they all didn't realize that that was an actual transaction. It -hmm. took them until probably a week later when the assets started hitting for them to say, I don't know what the heck happened, but can you do that for other customers and clients? So I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, it, it wasn't a sales process. It was a relationship that was built that enabled me to help someone buy something. I didn't sell them anything. I showed them what to buy. Wow, that's an amazing story. The biggest sale ever in 45 seconds, a Guinness World Record, <laughs> 72 million in 45 seconds. I love that story, Elliot, because it does uh, share one of the sales principles, which is don't oversell and know when to stop selling. And you, you could go in with a presentation on 14 slides on exactly all the feature and benefits of why this person needs this product. And if you walk in there and after slide one, he's ready to sign and, and then stop. Don't feel like you have to go through your 14 slides. You stop, you have the sale. And, and ultimately what I learned too from your story, Elliot, it's about relationships, about trust. It's about credibility. And that's really what helps sales at the end of the day. So thank you for that wonderful story. Um, I'm curious if you have any other story where you have seen uh, a key relationship lead to something, but maybe it happened in a unique way, like like what you call the bluebird, where, wow, all of a sudden this phone call out of nowhere, I haven't heard from this person in a while, and then this bluebird shows up, but it's because you had a good relationship with them. Any other stories come to mind? Anything you can share? Uh Sure. I mean, there, there's a couple. There's, mm-hmm. there's one I can give you one of earlier today. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier today, we're in talks with the so Absorbance makes moisture removal bags for electronics and firearms, and we work with the U.S. military. Our patents make commercial dehumidifiers without the need for electricity. Uh, we're talking with a very large public company, and we're talking with the decision maker. And this was uh, as of last week. And he had said, listen, I can't really focus on this. His mother passed away. And I said, stop, stop, stop. Let's not even talk. How are you doing? How are you? Are you okay? He said, not really. So unfortunately, I also lost my mom. I said, well, let's, let's take a step back because, you know, at the end of the day, we're here to help one another. Tell me what, what you're feeling. Maybe I can help you. 
And he did. And he said, I really appreciate that. I said, look, sometimes it's really nice to have someone to talk to where there's no strings attached. I actually followed up with him several times, just how are you doing? And I'm genuinely out of concern. Earlier today, he said, here's what we're going to do with you. He goes, I want you to send us a case of one of your bags. We're going to give them away to customers and we're going to see what the response is. I said, wonderful. He, I said, well, I'm like, he's, he's like, we are going to pay for those bags, of course. But if we like what we see, you know, this company did almost $3 billion in my space last year. He said, let's see if the proof's in the pudding. I said, you got it, man. Now, if I didn't know the quality of our materials and the fact that our bags work, all of that work would have been for nothing. But I know that. I also know who he is as a person and what position he is in. But because I stopped and wasn't trying to be a salesman, was trying to be someone that was genuinely concerned, that's something that you can't buy. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for that. The power of time and relationships, checking in on people, showing genuine care, and always adding general, uh, adding generous value to people. Uh, DJ, what say you? Any questions or thoughts for Elliot? Yeah, again, a lot of nuggets over there, right? It boils down to what Elliot has been emphasizing over and over, which is sincere interest in someone and real relationship building, right? It's not that you're looking to close a deal or you're looking to make a sale versus take sincere interest in that person. I think that's a very key trait, Elliot, and I've heard that from several guests who have uh, been on our podcast. It comes down to just be authentic, and be authentic consistently. And that's a key pillar behind making effective sales and or even partnerships. So I'm curious. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so curious. I mean, when did you actually discover this uh, superhuman uh, or superman strength? Because obviously it boils down to one moment in time or maybe it, it was like an aha moment for you. So can you share your story on when you discovered this was your key strength? Yeah, imagine being 13 years old, chubby, and the movie E.T. comes out, your name is Elliot. <laughs> the immediate, immediately, you go into you know self-preservation. Now, the reality is, um, you know, I started a long time ago in online sales, actually on-the-phone sales and cold calling and all that. Mm-hmm. And the aha moment came when if you need to read a script to sell something, you're, you're a trained monkey. If you can actually write the scripts on how to sell things, you don't need to make any phone calls. That's what I really understood very quickly. And then I became what I call an English to English interpreter. So when I, and I, by the way, for, for your followers, there's a, I wrote a book about everything. It's called Feeding Sharks to Lions. It's on Amazon. If you have Kindle, it's free. It talks about, you know, the processes and how I actually do things, my three threes and the four Bs. But to, to wrap it all up, what it really comes down to is when you focus your energies on trying to provide a solution, not a sale, the sale comes. It's inevitable. Yeah. I'm just speechless. I mean, I mean, speechless because it all, it, it's all down to simplicity, right? I mean, it's, it's a principle that we keep hearing day in and day out. But it's a whole different matter as to how you put it into practice. And that that's a key. I think it's important for anyone out there, even if you're like a leader or a sales professional or a marketer, it doesn't matter. It boils down to how sincere are you in truly understanding the other person on the other side? I think it just boils down to that. 
And then we have my system. It's just called we have four B's and then our bicep system. The four B's are be brief, be bright, be gone and be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, don't have a lot of time to get someone's full attention. And as much as you love talking about yourself and how great your product is, people don't really care. Be brief. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Blow their minds by having the ability to understand your market. Be yourself and leave them wanting more. You know, the reason that Friends was one of, was a great show is it left at the top. People want more, more and more, more and more. Um, and then the bicep system is, is, is everything, which I think is a great prelude to the next discussion, which is it's an acronym. It stands for buzzwords, intelligence, communication, execution, and persistence. If you have those things, you have nothing to worry about because you can sell anyone anything. Yep, indeed. So as uh, I'm looking at your LinkedIn profile, we talk about doing our homework, right? So something that I've noticed, uh, which really stands out for me, Elliot, is you are like a constant learner and seeker of uh, knowledge or certifications because I see you taking course in behavioral science, behavioral finance, investment decision-making. So that that's key. I mean, can you speak to our listeners about your emphasis on learning and taking all these courses and why you do it? Absolutely. Education is the most important thing that you can possibly provide to yourself, your children, or even random people. Uh, there's a lot of really, really smart people out there who have a lot of time on their hands in academia, as well as an expertise willing to share with you their knowledge to make it easier for you. You know, Coca-Cola spends a small fortune on a daily basis to get people to continue to buy Coca-Cola. They don't do it because it tastes so good. They do it because they make it an experience. So how do I make my bags something that you experience? It's really simple. I watch that. I, believe it or not, one of the greatest places, if you want to learn how to be a salesman, watch QVC. The people on QVC can spend an hour talking about a frying pan. It's amazing. And guess what? They sell 100,000 frying pans. Mm-hmm. So, so, excuse me. So, my point being is you always need to be learning. If you don't understand where the future is, you're going to be stuck in the past. Yep, indeed. That was another good one. I'm going to write that one down, too. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff, Elliot. And then, you know, the most important thing, and, you know, I appreciate everyone laughing, and I hope the listeners are as well. If you're not having fun, you shouldn't be doing what it is you're doing for a living. You know, don't 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 get it twisted. I've been very wealthy, and I've been very poor. I prefer wealthy. <laughs> but the entire time, I've enjoyed myself. I've stopped doing things. I've stunted certain portions of my career because it wasn't something I enjoyed doing on a daily basis. So if you enjoy yourself and you have that ability to really be passionate because you're focused in that particular area, things happen really, really quickly. Yep. This is great, Elliot. By the way, bicep, are you going to get into that in the third part of our podcast? Or because I didn't, wasn't sure what the, uh, I know the buzz, intelligence, communications, the excellence, what was the PNT? So it's, it's buzzwords, intelligence, communication, execution, and persistence. Okay. So I'd be happy to talk about that. Would you like me to begin now? 
Let's go into the third part of the podcast, and we'll have you added in here. This is the closing takeaway. This is a chance for Elliot to give all of you what we like to say, a best practice, something you can apply to your life. Maybe it's the bicep thing. We'll find out. Uh, so, Elliot, yeah, we're excited moving to the third part here. This is the closing takeaway. Any best practice? And is bicep one of the things that you try to implement as a best practice? The most important practice is summarized by one of my heroes, Admiral Bill McRaven, former U.S. Navy SEAL. He's the guy who got Bin Laden, uh, legendary man. And he talks about the things that you need to do that you learn from SEAL training that'll set you up for life. The most important thing I can tell anyone is never, ever, ever ring the bell. Never give up. Never stop. I love when people, in fact, I spoke with an investor earlier today who said it wasn't for him. And I asked permission to call him in three months and remind him that he forgot that he missed out on the opportunity. <laughs> be confident, but don't be overbearing. Now, be the, the bicep system is a wonderful way to close. So it's an acronym. It's really simple. In order for you to be successful selling something to someone, this system can be it can be used in pretty much anything. It comprises, like I said, and, and it's in the book, which is how I'm happy to do the, the to provide to you guys. Um, it starts very simply. You want to have buzzwords. So I know VJ, for example, there are certain words that you use on a regular basis in your world. Keith, you as well. You're, you're welcome to throw them in. If I understand what you're talking about, we're speaking the same language. That goes into being the English to English interpreter. Intelligence. Make sure you know what you're talking about. Before I got on this call, before I get in any call, for example, recently I brought aboard a new intern. I said, are you from Lithuania? She said, how could you have known that? I said, well, I went on Facebook and it says you're from Lithuania. So it was pretty simple. <laughs> but the point is, is you want to be able to effectively and intelligently convey your, your message. Uh, communication is key. You have to make sure you're communicating with people the way that they like to receive it. Some people like email. Some people like text. Other people like to talk to them. The only way you find that out is by getting to know them. Uh, execution. If you get an order, you better be able to fulfill it. So that's where the worst thing in the world comes in, which is it cannot deliver. If I was to receive an order tomorrow for 100,000 bags from a big box retailer, I could make sure it happens. If you can't, what's going to wind up happening is if you cannot execute, you're done because you'll never get another chance again. And finally is persistence, which turns into the never ring the bell. I cannot tell you how many times people have come back to the table because I'm relentless and changed their opinion, but more importantly, have actually done more with me than I ever thought previously. If you want to be persistent, you have incredible tools nowadays with the CRMs that are av available. I love HubSpot. I'm not a, I just, that's who I particularly use. But if you have the buzzwords, you're intelligent with your ability to communicate. And once you get the order, you can execute upon it and you never, ever, ever give up. It's a matter of time before you're successful. Wow. Hi, this is the whole power pack bicep worth of wisdom right there. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. And thanks for bringing up the Navy SEAL quote about never ring the bell and not giving up as it ties into persistence. Man, I don't even know where to begin. There's just so much here, and you're, you're expounding upon everything so well. Um, have, have you learned the, anything 
it's regarding this bicep thing where where something in your life triggered triggered you to be like this is this works better than this like do you have any in additions to this bicep things that like the secret sauce a little extra gravy any other bonus things that help this bicep uh, methodology work is there any any other things yeah. yeah go ahead google yeah google's amazing the beauty of google is you know we can be i was talking with someone earlier today who makes um equipment for underground power cables. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, I have no idea what this is, what what you're talking about. But I went online, I learned about his company, learned about what he does, and I realized that there's tremendous potential synergies as basically he's trying to stop manholes from blowing up because when you get enough moisture in power lines, they explode. So by doing that, by going on YouTube, by just expanding the information that's available to you it really gives you a lot of tools now that being said i can't tell you how many times you know we're military contractors everything when you deal with the military is an acronym so if i sat here and told you about sim and aphis and and like you'd be like what the hell what, what do you we don't even know what you're talking about so the other side of that as far as ed, is an education at times where you have to sit someone down and say are you familiar with what aphis is and most people say no they say, well, basically, it's like a, a, a convenience store on military bases. There's 720 of them throughout the world. We're now going to be offered in all 720 of them. That sounds a lot better than me saying I have an APHIS, APHIS certification on a national level with an 8GA uh, tail on it. You'd be like, I don't even, I'm, what it, you know, maybe you'd ask me to buy a vowel. <laughs> you, need, you need to know what you're talking about, but you also need to be able to convey and understand. And also, guess what? If you stop somebody and say, I don't truly understand this. Can you please explain this to me? You don't look foolish. You look educated because educated people ask questions. Thank you. That is amazing. VJ, what say you? Any questions or thoughts for Elliot? Yeah, again, uh, there's so much wisdom that you've packed in here in the past few minutes, Elliot. Uh, that acronym of BICEP, it's truly outstanding. And again, it boils down to simple, simplicity and common sense, but unfortunately, common sense is not so common. Uh, question to you, I mean, you mentioned about persistence and never give up, right? So, and I know a lot of people in sales have to go through that motion because they keep hearing no, no, no a lot and very often, but they still have to continue to push hard daily. So question to you, Elliot, is like, do you practice like any rituals uh, on a daily basis or even on a weekly basis? And the reason why I ask is I know a few of our guests have shared some of their best practices and rituals and our listeners uh, have found that very useful. So anything that you can share with the listeners? Yeah. Um, I'm actually very glad that you asked. It, it, it really becomes very, very simple. You, you always at all times have a guard up, but you want to be educated in how you use that. Um, and again, I think it's really key that when you're working with people in any capacity, the whole key is how you can connect it with them as a human being. The reason the bicep system works so well is because it takes every facet of sales that I've had and it makes it very simple. Now, what my ritual is that's very important is I track everything. So I know that if I speak to nine angel investors, I'm going to have a follow-up meeting. 
I know out of the follow-up meetings, out of every three, one of them is going to go to the next level. So no is not an answer. No is a placeholder. If you say, listen, I'm selling surfboards, and every 50th person I speak to based on my numbers buys a surfboard, and today you've made 47 phone calls, three phone calls from now you're probably going to get an order. Now, it doesn't always work like that, but on a larger subset, when you do it on a consistent basis, you find out how aggressive you have to be and how and what it works. Now, if, if like I always review when I make a sale, what worked, what didn't work, how can I get more out of this? My biggest sales for absorbances, right after they receive the product, I follow up with them and then I give them an offer for additional 10% off to place a future order at that time. It works almost every time. Because they're already excited about the product. They, they see you're excited about it. You're already progressing with them. They look, in 30 days, you're going to you're gonna need another 100 bags. And you're painting the picture. You know, people don't buy steak. They buy sizzle. <laughs> so if you yep. have, you know, I, I, I don't have voodoo. And, you know, I, don't, I, I like to wear beads. But that's just because I'm a deadhead. But the bottom line is, is when it comes to rituals, rituals and science don't intersect. I prefer to take a more scientific approach to learn what works and what doesn't work and how, in fact, I'm able to put the odds in my favor the best way possible. Nice. It's, I mean, it's, I think you said it well. So it's almost like you're actually having and living a scientist mindset, right? Having that mindset of, hey, putting out a hypothesis, let's see if this sticks or doesn't and move on rather than dwelling on the fact as to why it did not stick, right? And clearly you built a world of systems within your sales uh, practice. And that's really translated into revenue generating uh, and more importantly, I think, client relationships. So great stuff. And thanks once again for sharing that wisdom. And remember, Jay-Z said it best. Numbers don't lie. Yep. (laughs) Awesome. This is great. Well, thank you, Elliot, for sharing wisdom around these three power segments. We had the quote, we went into the personal story, and now we have this great best practice closing takeaway. We now like to share with you listeners our concluding summary of the show. This is a way to help recap some of the key points worth learning and applying today. So we're going to have BJ lead off with a few things that he'd like to share, and then I'll add any color if needed, and we'll give Elliot the final word. So BJ, why don't you go ahead and give us a good recap for the audience? All right. So my top three for the audience, number one, if you failed to prepare, that means you prepared to fail. That's what it is, right? I mean, always put in that homework. So that's takeaway number one. Number two is always be sincere in your pursuit and think sincerely from the other person's point of view. That's how you will build relationships that will translate to sales and partnerships. And number three is again, I would say just refer to number two because that's the most important thing, sincere relationships. And I'd like to add, I really enjoyed Elliot, you talking about uh, this whole CND. Basically, you wanna have people who know how to get things done, not someone who can't execute or can't get things done. Like Elliot, me and you talked earlier about, you're tired of just getting power present, PowerPoints and people talking. You wanna see real execution. So that's wonderful. I liked how you mentioned, don't talk about building a better mousetrap, just go kill some mice and then just say, just prove it, prove it. Like you said, numbers never lie. and 
don't sell the steak, sell the sizzle, get, get into the real beauty and the benefits of, of what you're doing. And I love the whole bicep analogy to like a best practice and how to implement things, whether it's knowing your buzzwords, be intelligent about your communication and then execute and then persevere, keeping that in mind. So Ellie, we'd like to always give you the final, the final word here now as our special guest, uh, anything you'd like to add or that we miss or you'd like to share with our listeners in closing? Sure. You can feel free to look for the book called Feeding Sharks to Lions on Amazon. It's available for free, has all the tools in it. And if you guys need any additional support, I'm happy to do it. Uh, number two, please check out Absorbits, A-B-S-O-R-B-I-T-S, Absorbits.com. Soon to be in retail is nationwide, the first patented moisture removal products for electronics, firearms, cannabis, anything under the sun that doesn't get along with moisture. And I'll close with one of my favorite sales stories ever. So I was pitching a guy who was very religious and for life insurance. And he was convinced that if he signed the documents, he was gonna die. So I met with him and he's actually an A-list rap celebrity. And he said, don't worry about it. God will take care of me. And I looked right at him and I said, who do you think sent me? Oh wow, <laughs> that is true. But it was a really good try, you know. <laughs> but to this day, if I see him socially, he always says to me, "He's like, I know who sent you." <laughs> and and mind you, this is twenty years ago. He still hasn't signed any of his paperwork for his wills. He, he still hasn't. He's convinced that if he signs, he's going to die. I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow, I love that. Wow. Thank you, Elliot. An example of you being, what a great guest today. Super colorful, super talented, and just very articulate. It's been an honor to have you and a joy to have you on the show. Thank you very much. And we want to thank all the listeners uh, of the podcast today, The Winning Combo. We hope you enjoyed everything Elliot had to say and that this is helpful to you and your sales and marketing career. Yeah, thank you once again, Elliot. As uh, Keith mentioned and emphasized, again, I want to emphasize more. You've shared a ton of wisdom for our listeners. So sincerely grateful for all of that, uh, whatever you shared. And uh, I hope uh, our listeners are going to take it and put it into practice. And for all the listeners, stay tuned for the next show and follow The Winning Combo on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, keep learning and keep winning. Thanks for listening to the podcast, The Winning Combo, your home for wisdom on marketing and sales success. Featuring your host, Keith Washoe from Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and Vijay Damochaprabhu from Silicon Valley, California. Stay tuned for the next show and follow The Winning Combo on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook for free content and the latest podcast episodes to help you be a winner.